Welcome to another gathering of the Gold Key Adventurers Society. Have a seat by the fire as we prepare to help you unlock the secrets of the travel life. From theme park thrills to Purple Mountain's majesty, we want to see it all and do it all, and we want to help you do the same. We all have those bucket list trips, once in a lifetime destinations that we'll get to someday. We're here to help you make your travel dreams a reality. Buy the ticket, take the trip. Where do you want to go? Come on, come on, come on, now tell me what's on your bucket list. Okay, hey, okay, hey. It's a beautiful day. Okay, hey, okay, hey. It's a beautiful day. Welcome back to another meeting of the Gold Key Adventurer Society. My name is Dan Leonard, and joining me... Hi, Dan. And joining me this week in the studio is Heather Strait. Hello. And Mr. Jeff Williams. Howdy. <laughs> Boy, bringing the, bringing the down home again. Our show, as always, is brought to you by Key to the World Travel. Key to the World Travel is a full-service travel agency specializing in theme parks, cruising, and destinations around the world. Head to www.keytotheworldtravel.com for more details and a no-obligation quote on the vacation of a lifetime. Seems like seems like it's been at least a month since we got together last, and that's I think so. It absolutely has. We've all been busy traveling, and the most recent adventure that Jeff and Heather have had is on board the new Disney Wish cruise ship. The beautiful, the magical, the Disney Wish. The very large. Yeah, it's a, it's, a, it's a ship and a half. So it's just one ship, but it's big. Yeah, so y'all you, you were on she big. The, the christening voyage of it. And I just want to hear all about Yes, It's big, Dan. It's a big, it's a big ship. When you pull up to it and you see it, it doesn't look any bigger, but it has the same spaces, but they're all just plussed. Mm-hmm, everything. So right when you board that that middle atrium entry way atrium thing is just monstrous it's, now it really is and which they, i like they've improved it's far some less stuff. crowded yeah and they they always had in the evening there would be some live music and they did some little shows in that area but it, it was always so crowded because it wasn't really designed to be an entertainment space so they they fixed that now there's a stage and a beautiful yeah. beautiful two-story performance area and a little balcony above the stage where you might see some characters where the elevator used to be the mid midship elevator used to be is now not that it's mm-hmm. a stage with screens above it and the screens can be curtained or not and mm-hmm. there's interactive stuff on that screen and greetings when you walk on and then above that is a balcony where various princesses and princes would greet the guests as we were onboarding It's funny, until you just said that, it did not occur to me that that's where the midship elevator went. That's why Mm -hmm. it's not there anymore. Yeah. Yes, because there are only two elevator banks now, forward and aft. They're larger with more elevators, but they completely took out the midship elevator. Yeah, I think there's eight or ten elevators Mm -hmm. at each stop. It's a lot. And they're fast. You never really wait long for them. Mm Mm-hmm. But should we should we talk about that right off the bat, that even though they are fast and plentiful, they are stupid? Yeah, sure. You <laughs> yeah. brought it up, so now you got to talk I know. about it. We're yeah, talking we about the, the elevator. So yeah. at each elevator, at each end, 
but particularly aft. Now the four. Both there are there uh, are things forward you would, and aft, yeah. but there are things that are on floors twelve and thirteen at each of those adult places. only the particularly. Adult dining. But only two of the eight or ten elevators at that bank actually go to 13, and you yes. can't call just that one. Yes. So if you need to go to 13, you press up. One might open that only goes to 10 or 11. That's stupid. And it is stupid. It's and crazy. It's, it's, I mean, your choices are either to stand there and keep waiting until the correct one comes, which you have to have been on board a little bit to figure out which two it is. And or, it is the farthest two from mm-hmm. the stairs. Or at each of those stops, you get off at the highest floor you can and then go find a way to climb the stairs. To yeah, go you go out on deck way. and then go up one. Yeah. That, and that would have been so easy to fix both the Aventura yes. Hotel at Universal and that cr- Paradise Pier at Disneyland. Both have elevators that you tell it what, not yeah, just what, and floor, the, but what room you want to go to. Yes. And, and the, they have the that at Coronado one. at the, the Grand Destino Tower. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, it's, it's a, a smart elevator. Yeah. Yep. That is what they needed to have installed because it's, and I tell you, when we were, we were looking for Paulo and Enchante, the adults only dining, a couple of times we had to ask because we went up as far as we could, not on the correct elevator. Yeah, how the and hell then, do you get to this? Yeah, then we had to try and find a staircase that went to them and it's, that's going to be, that's going to be a pain point and that, that they're going to need to address. Yeah. I'm in, I'm interested to see what, I will also be on the embarrassment of riches i will also be on the inaugural maiden voyage sailing next week and i it's going to be the first revenue sailing where people have paid a significant amount of money to be on this so So, full disclosure heather paid to be on that one before any of this up but because of our travel agency we were blessed to be invited on it was a media and industry sales mostly Mm -hmm. cruise only for this other thing yeah yeah yes and it was amazing. And what was especially weird, there was like 45 kids on the whole Yeah, thing. <laughs> there are very few children. That was strange. <laughs> yeah. Very crowded bars. But like yeah, Good yes. Morning America was there and their whole staff and crew and all this international. We It was weird. You'd be walking by and there's just, just like at Guardians, there's some foreign TV show talking about this new ship. And it was mm-hmm. amazing. Just everywhere you yeah. went, it was media and stuff and captains and people doing interviews. John Stamos. John Stamos was on board. From that guy. I cannot. I actually, he, he bumped into me. It was magical. <laughs> I'm actually thinking of filing his training order. He's getting a bit stalkery. <laughs> <laughs> like, look, Stamos, it was one time. It was in the 90s. Let's move on. But other than the elevators, I think generally they fixed all of the weird pinch points oh, that definitely. there used to be on those ships. I agree. Uh, all the bottlenecking that there used to be in certain areas seems to have been addressed. Mm-hmm. Although we weren't on a fully crowded ship. Right. So you'll find out more in two weeks. No, Isn't I- there another mode of transportation that <laughs> one of you guys had a problem with, though? Going down? Oh, huh? my gosh. <laughs> yes. So... <clears throat> The Kids Club's one of the cool new features about the Oceaneers Club. <laughs> just realized where yes. there is no a problem going there is down. a slide that you can slide down from the the grand atrium. the The Oceaneers Club now is on deck two, and you can slide from deck three down onto deck two. And as it turns out, they will during open house or on a media cruise, they'll let adults try out this slide. They did, and anyway. so I did. And I, I had some proud 
proud firsts on board this ship. I was the first injury report that had to be filed <laughs> because I was wearing a a skirt that's made out of like a dry fit material. Dry, so very, yeah. very slippery. And it's a metal slide. And it was so fast. I <laughs> flew. Yeah, the first part is metal. And then it's a clear tube. <laughs> and then it's metal again. And she I, shot out of there like a rocket. I flew out the end and skinned both elbows, one of which was bleeding. And yeah, it was You're embarrassing. The reason there will be a pad there yeah, week should, when you sail. They should put one. There <laughs> it's fast. That that I did have a bit of issue with. So she we she asked for a band aid at the Oceaneers Club there, and they said, and "Yeah, so, but I got to fill out this report." <laughs> We're opening up the first aid kit. I need your name, your stateroom, and the nature of your injury. Did he have to? Yeah. Did he have oh. to remove the plastic shrink wrap from the first yeah. aid? <laughs> yes, he literally did. <laughs> he did. Oh, it was underneath there. And so yep. we got two. We had two first. We were the first bottle of. Moet ice that they cracked on the ship. Yeah, I'm more proud of and that the one. the first crack open of the yeah. first aid kit and the incident report. And the kit's a little file thing. You know, it's like the time. thing contractors carry that keep the sheets in there where you fill it out. So yeah. we, we got to crack that open. That was, there was fun. a time when Disney would have given you certificates for both of those first. That's true. That is true. And it's, it's mm -hmm. interesting because you don't think about and I had never really thought about this before. When the ship is done and it leaves the shipyard, it's not really finished. The, once they delivered the ship to Disney, now it's Disney's job to actually do all the finishing of on the inside. Yeah, so, carpeting and painting yeah. and varnishing and lighting effects and all of that stuff is done while they're making their crossing from the shipyard, and a lot of it was not done. They they were several weeks behind and they got it to the point where just glancing around you wouldn't notice it but things like the the wooden stair rails all were the not hand varnished. rails on all of the rails all of the staircases the banisters everywhere not varnished yet. they were sanded but sanded not varnished and wood glued and mm -hmm. filled and sealed and all that but not varnished uh, the deck a lot of the teak on the deck was not sealed yet and and you could see yep. where they had been sanding some spots and some painting and caulking that still needed to be done. And they got it to the they they canceled actually it's gorgeous, the first it's so it is so beautiful. They canceled the first two cast member, they call them shakedown cruises where cast and bring their family on and they just run through everything. They canceled those to have time to work. But when we were exiting, they were still bringing on work crews to finish off all that varnishing. Yeah, they had a ton stuff. of local Orlando work. Contractors that were coming on and paint scrubs. And mm -hmm. Getting it all finished. But it is absolutely beautiful. It feels, I always found Disney's ships to be elevated and they have that elegant gl mm -hmm. glam. This looks like a Disney ship, mm -hmm. but. But more. Modern. It's it's more like a Four Seasons on the, on the ocean. It's less of the 1990s nautical red, white, blue look. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's really gone it's all mo more modern bright the rooms are shaped almost exactly the same one upgrade for anybody that's been on they have a split bath which is unique to disney cruise line so one of one half of the bath is a sink and a toilet the other half that's closest to the bedroom part is a sink 
vanity shelves and a shower. And it used to be like a terrible little tiny round shower, shower or the skinniest tear. This they, they ate curtain, up more of that room and made a shower door full size. It's a nice wide, Very easy nice. to move around in shower. Glass door. And it's nice. Great water pressure, all that. The the room with the toilet in it is slightly smaller, but perfectly fine. It was great. So one person could be brushing teeth. Or pooping, or both. You <laughs> or brush what? your teeth you while could, you poop. You could brush your teeth while, while on the toilet. Showering. Yeah, yeah. Because you're close enough to the sink. Shaped, <laughs> shaped how they were, but the textiles and everything are more elevated and updated and prettier, mm-hmm. softer looking, softer color palettes. Just far less nineties. Tons and tons of USB charging ports. There's even yes. a USB C charging port. Something we didn't know until we had a watched a little panel discussion with the Imagineers is they've they've replaced every bulb on the ship with LED and so now pretty much every bulb, every light in your stateroom can be dimmed except for the ones in the bathroom but they did put a night light in the toilet room so that you could yes. leave that on and it's one of those that's like an amber red color, so it's not bright. And when you open the door, it doesn't make your entire cabin. Yeah, it's only light. lit up right along the baseboards too. It's sunken in under the base trim. So nice baseboard trim. It's a great. It was a really great thing to think of, and the whole the whole ship felt more adult without taking away from all of the fantastic kids areas. The kids' clubs yeah. on this are somehow even better than their, their other ships, which were always really fantastic. Speaking of the space. slide into the kid <laughs> club, there we saw the Oceaneers Club is massive on so this one. Huge. It's like probably twice the size of the other ships, and oh, at each least. each theme has its own huge space. So there's a central receiving area that's just called Oceaneers Club, and then mm-hmm. it moves into the different sections from there. And each section is. But there's something for every kid, really. The yep. the Marvel Superhero Academy. We walked in and at first we're like, what exactly do you do in here? Yeah. Yeah. Same with the Star Wars till yeah. somebody explained it. The Star Wars the one was a little one, cooler. You scan yourself. So it takes a scan picture of you and then you get to pick your superhero costume. So you can be capes and hats or no whatever. Capes. Name your character. And then it does a scan of that. And then there's all these interactive VR games you can play that put you into the storyline. In your suit. Yeah. Really cool. And then so they... Cool. So how you pick your car while you're waiting in line for test track. Except for... Yes. So you do yeah. all that, but then you can do something with yes. it. Yes. But then there will also be counselors in every spot who will do group activities and the kids that want to do that can the kids that don't don't have to i noticed in the star wars area they did not have the fly of the falcon thing anymore no it's a whole different it's it's the star wars cargo bay and the whole thing looks like you're in the cargo bay of the falcon instead of Mm -hmm. the cockpit so you get to handle luggage i guess that'll be fun for kids they have a loath cat and they have a porg (laughs) animatronic in there which are super cute and there are some other vr games in there and then ray and chewy stop by all the time which is cool yeah they did have a schedule in the navigator of all the different character meets so they have there's a fairy tale hall or something where princesses go 
Mickey and Minnie make appearances in there. They have that lab and cooking thing where they'll mm-hmm. do all that. This place is, is yeah. just this one has is so um, beautifully themed. An Imagineering lab where you kids kids learn about making their own attractions, and they have one of those. Did y'all ever go to Disney Quest? And they had the virtual hyperspace mountain where you could design your oh, own yeah. coaster. They have that in on the Wish, nice. in the Imagineering Lab. Nice. And in the Fairy Tale Hall, there were some really cool activities in there that I thought were great. One of them is Belle has the whole the whole story time thing, but then she also teaches kids how to write a story, and they write their own story. Fun. And then Rapunzel is the 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 art themed section. So there are times when kids can do art with Rapunzel. And then there's and then the, all course, the typical the, group yeah. stuff with dance parties. Mickey and Minnie's captain's deck is just, it's just a playground slides and all that kind of stuff. It, with the it place was, was weird touring impressive. it because it was all industry and media people, not a child <laughs> not in there. One yeah. kid. So it was weird. Like, I guess this will be cool for kids, but like it usually if, when those things are open, there's also children in there. Yeah. So I'm not a child the whole time. Yeah. It was very weird. strange. But you can see how great it's going to be. And I think oh, it's, yeah. kids won't want to leave, honestly. No. And then they also Which have. Is the idea. Yeah. <laughs> then they also have kid space. Edge is pretty cool. Edge is for kids 11 to 14. And they have kept that completely separate from Vibe. Like it's on a different deck than Vibe, which is 14 to 17. But this ship is the first time they have an actual space that's for older teens, 18 to 20, who they they are technically allowed in the lounges, but they can't drink yet, so maybe they don't want to hang out there. And it's boring and Yeah, old. so they have their own space called the Hideaway, but it is attached to Vibe. So I think it's going to be a situation where you got a, a 16-year-old and an 18-year-old in your group they still will get a little bit of access to hanging out with each other because there's always crew members. The, the counselors are in both of those. They were yeah, really cool spaces. It is a separate room, but it looks like the main entrance is into Vibe, and then you go into the highway yeah. from there. And it's At least just, as far like, as we could remember and find yeah, our pictures. Yeah. They <laughs> had foosball tables and air hockey and video games and the hideaway for the older teens has a dj booth and a smoothie bar and that's cool stuff it I, it, it all kind of looked like monica's apartment on friends yeah, very much <laughs> yes it was very urban loft feel to and it. i think that was intentional i think they said that they made it look like a new york loft on purpose yeah. the artsy and cool like cool art pieces and a lot of neat beady or Japanese-style art of Mickey and different stuff, but definitely trendy and cool, but not not over the top. I don't want to be too cool, because then it's no longer cool. And the cool thing about these is it has windows. Oh, yeah. The vibe and edge on the other ships were always down in these little dark, windowless hallway things, and this one has full floor-to-ceiling windows, so you get more natural light and view. Mm-hmm. The interesting thing I thought was, which I cannot remember which ship it is that Vibe had its own sun deck and little pool out on the front. 
Is that That's the dream? The fantasy. the fantasy, yeah. They've turned that into the spa now because <laughs> if you've ever been above that, on that ship looking down in Vibe, there's never any teenagers hanging out no there. No teenagers were ever outside. <laughs> they didn't. They were outside they, playing video games. Yeah. So they made that the spa. So now the spa has this beautiful outdoor. That's the hydrotherapy circuit. It's all outside and it's got hot tubs and loungers and really nice. And they, they can sell those passes to the spa and make some money on it. It was a great, great use of that space instead of Vibe, I thought. Yeah, the spa is really beautiful on the ship. It seems smaller to me, maybe, because they consider the outside part as part of the footprint of it. But the, So the inside is a mm-hmm. little bit smaller. And they moved the fitness center out. It's now on the other it's side of the across ship. Across the hall, yeah. So that may, you're maybe right. That's why it feels a little smaller, because it doesn't have that in there. The adult areas, they're now not just in one spot. In the back of the ship, they're everywhere. There are bars and lounges. We kept finding new ones, which is always my favorite. Oh, look. My two favorites. A new bar. <laughs> Star Wars bar, the hyperspace lounge is super, super cool. And they were immediately figured out this thing isn't big enough and everybody wants to go here. I don't know why that was a surprise to them. I come on. Every but it was. Star Wars so literally day one, one, they were slammed. Day two, they had it. You had to put your name on a, there's basically like a virtual queue. And then yep. you come back, you get a 45 minute window. But at least for the one we were on, the bar was open seating. So they said we could have 45 minutes and we they were going to put us with Nana and Pop Pop. And I was like, oh, yeah. They were saying, are you okay with combining with these people behind you who were put not these any people, fun? Put you with these people at a four top. I was like, they're literally like the oldest people in the world. We're not <laughs> sitting with them. And so no. there was another couple in front of us. I was like, can we sit with them? And then they said, I wanted to sit at the bar. And he goes, oh, you can just open seating at the bar. So we went in and we were there for four and a half hours. Yeah, we accidentally <laughs> spent almost five hours. I accidentally hours got super space drunk. In, it was awesome. In the space bar. So, so we tried basically everything on the menu. We a lot really of it did. Is good. A lot of it's weird. So if you've been on a Disney cruise and in the adults area, you will remember Skyline on the Dream and the Fantasy, which has all these screens and it makes you, it lo- the screens change. So for a while you're in Paris and then you're in Rio Chicago. or Chicago or New York. And the music changes yes. depending on where you are. So that's what now you are on the, in the hyperspace lounge. You're on a ship and you're light speed jumping from Coruscant to Batu to Tatooine to a an asteroid belt. Even so on to Mustafar. Oh, yes. That's, Mustafar. I forgot about Mustafar. Very that's cool. cool. Everything's like, yes. So, and the sound effects and everything are oh. real cool. And that's, there's space battles right outside the window. It's very yeah, good. Yeah, some of them it's were real good. hairy. There's some major war going on yeah, in yeah. some of the planets and outside. Some were serene and cool. You went to the one Star War. We did. Oh, we yeah. saw Star Wars. Wow. It's everything, that, honestly, that space... 220 should be yes and there's nothing happening out there it's just earth yeah that's true let's let's address the five thousand (laughs) dollar cocktail yes it does exist they they sold one the first night of the cruise and then they immediately cut off sales and we suspect this might be because everybody that was on this cruise that was given a credential had two drink tickets on Ah. it 
and there were yeah. no fine print. It said yeah. any cocktail. And so very Dumb quickly. <laughs> I sure as hell would have right? tried. So we really think that's why they shut it down because 200 media were going to be in there trying to get the $5,000 cocktail. And they were pretty mum about what is included. But we like I've... to charm bartenders. And so we charmed some bartenders. Tip. I think the word you're looking yes. for is tip. Yes. And we're very personable and we like to talk to them. conflicting and... things. Yes. We've seen some media reports since we've been on the show, or on the ship, that don't have the same inclusions as what the bartenders told us. The one thing we that was in those reports that the bartenders did tell us was that it includes an invitation to Skywalker Ranch. Which is not open to the public. Is not. That is a private Yes. You cannot buy your way in other than paying for this $5,000 drink. And it comes with a bottle or your choice of any of the Skywalker Vineyards wines. Wines. And it comes with four, like, super expensive shots. Yeah, one of them is Pappy Van Winkle. Yeah, it's it's like the one that's above Pappy Van Winkle. Yeah. It's It's Pappy Van Winkle Family Reserve. It's a $6,000 bottle of bourbon. Yes. And they come in silver-plated shot glasses. They come in silver-plated shot glasses you get to keep. But what we heard, I heard one thing that said those silver-plated shot glasses. The other one said it comes with. One bartender said a Rolex watch. Yes. The other one said that other brand that I had. Hublot. Hublot. Yeah. And one bartender told us that you got to keep the can't. What is it called? The the contu cantono. Yeah. Yeah. But but the other two told us no. It yeah, you no. don't get to keep that. So said, I think that's I probably true. No, but you get the tray that the cups were on. Yeah. Yeah. It comes out of the thing, and apparently there's some sort of. You get a room decoration thing afterwards and an escort, character escort off the ship. ship. Yes. So I'm thinking you get marched off by stormtroopers or something. That would be cool. Yeah. Yeah. So I might have to drop five grand as well. Honestly, I think that the the chance to go to Skywalker Ranch, people have been flaming Disney online for having this really, really expensive drink, but there are many star wars People fans who would like pay it's that just a cup of drink it is definitely not there are so many more. star wars fans who would pay five thousand dollars just to go to skywalker ranch yeah, without their any name of the rest is of jeff it. williams it's correct not even the most expensive thing on the ship i saw a report that huh? shop there's like a 13 million dollar necklace it's four million Come on, Dan, that's four ridiculous million? Okay. it's four million yes <laughs> we saw it we saw it and we got to touch it yeah mm-hmm. Yeah, they had. She asked if Heather wanted to put it on. I was like, hell no. No, she does not. (laughs) Actually, Heather did want to put it on, but did not. Because you've got a travel agent that if they put the necklace on you, then you have to pay for it. That's right. (laughs) But one of the 70 diamonds on this thing is 18 carats. Jesus. Yeah. And it it, it also helpfully has a, a beautiful set of earrings and bracelet and ring that will complement. The earrings were if, only 1.4, really. Yeah. Oh. If you dropped, if you bought the entire set, I think you would be running close to the 13 million that you heard. Yeah. But then uh, just the necklace probably. is a bargain at $4 million. <laughs> Dropping I want to know who, so, like, how do you go about purchasing this on a ship? 
even someone who can afford it. Yeah, that was my question. You got to move money around for four million, no matter how much money you have. Wire transfer service, exactly. I guess. (laughs) And then, does that include? Do they have a a a safety deposit box for you to keep it? Right, or an armed guard? Right. That one comes with an armed guard to escort you off. (laughs) The stormtroopers that just dropped off the other guy. But the we're just outside of that hyperspace lounge is my favorite of the bars, actually, was the bayou. It's open air. It's right in. There's a section that has, like, the higher-end shops. And Mm -hmm. then this bayou, it's vaguely Tiana-themed, but it's beautiful. It's all New Orleans-style drinks. They have absinthe. They have a Mm -hmm. of beer. All that kind of stuff. They have these mason jars full of fireflies for their lighting. And then plants. like yeah, vines and stuff everywhere. Yeah. It's beautiful. All over great, the ceiling. Great service in that bar. That bar turned into a rager on the last <laughs> night because all yes. of the people who'd been working, all the media were done working. The Good Morning America people didn't have to wake up at three the next day. And it was there weren't any children on the ship. There were like seven thousand people and there was an in 80- that one bar. Yeah. It there was an eighties cover band because they it was crazy. Yeah, that that area has a little Little stage dedicated for live performers every night, and they had an '80s cover band, and band that was, was killer. The perfect for the age of those of us aboard. Where <laughs> I yeah. gotta say, the the servers got so slammed that night, but they were impeccable. They handled yes. it, and they accidentally didn't charge us for seven or eight of our drinks. <laughs> no, <laughs> they they hung in there. They were not mm-hmm. acting frustrated or whatever the service uh, every, was awesome every crew member we encountered was so excited to be on the new ship and this the ship service got was the fantastic pick of the litter from all, everybody that, like the best of the best from all the ships are now on this ship the service was impeccable everywhere even even though this was really probably the first time that they were serving at this level on the ship and they were they were great at dinner every night so great you can get beignets at this at the bayou. That was another another great thing. We also loved the pub. Yeah, the keg, the keg and, and barrel. Keg it's and like compass. A, keg and compass. I always want to call it. Oh, I think I'm thinking of <laughs> crate thinking, and barrel. Yes. <laughs> yeah, you pick out some furniture. Yes. Yeah, My favorite part of keg awesome. and compass was the wings. The bar snacks yeah, the were wings. Food. Giant, giant pretzels and wings and charcuterie board but it's the whole thing sort of norway viking themed i drank a beer out of a tooth oh i think it might have been a horn yeah i think it's a horn you're right i think it was a horn it was glass it was cool that does look cool i'm curious about that jeff you you posted about a hidden bourbon bar inside a barbershop does they call it hidden does the barber serve you booze or is there like a separate yeah yeah oh yeah so with haircut comes one pour. Nice. Mm-hmm. And then you can have additional pours added to your bill, but they have a really great, it's mostly gentleman-y kind of stuff. So Very. they had a lot of, it was mostly whiskey and stuff, but they had some higher end rums, dark rums and all these different rums, bourbons, whiskey, scotch, that kind of thing. And then some tequilas, high end stuff there. Yes. But you could get a pour of from this shelf. Uh-huh. So you could have your drink while they're cutting your hair or giving you a shave or whatever. Or getting but a then, pedicure. They have a pedicure chair just for the men. Just for the gentlemen. Yes. Nice. 
You can be getting and shaved while you're getting are, a pedicure. It's called Hook's Barbary, so it's vaguely Peter Pan and Hook themed. But the guy that was working the two times we walked by looked just like Rufio from the, <laughs> yes. the Hook movie. So I really kind of wanted him to shave my balls. <laughs> I don't think that's on the menu of service, but no. And here's a funny aside. I with it, when we were in there during the day, when we boarded the ship, we went and looked at that level. So there's a little bar there we found, and then we we're like, "Oh, here's the salon. Oh, here's the Hooks Barbary." And but the the hidden bar wasn't there. It was just some bookshelves. But apparently, they opened that at a, a different time. They flip it around, and there's all these. Yeah, we uh, couldn't find it when we were first booze in there. there. Uh-huh. So we were coming back by, and it was closed. And there was a guy outside one of those. People Uniformed on the ship that wear the, the white uniforms, crew members that weren't in costume. An officer, I believe. Yeah, an officer. And I was like, oh, look, the bar's open. So I'm in the window like a jackass taking pictures <laughs> yes. of whatever. Creeper. It's some people drinking bourbon. And then a guy turns around and holds me up a cheers and it's Josh tomorrow. <laughs> and it totally looked like Jeff was creeping on him. So I took four pictures i'm just like Ooh. and then i turned around i was like oh hey look it's john tomorrow's in here and he was sweet he waved <laughs> he is so I'm, nice he stops and talks and says hello to everyone he's and, all over that ship he yes. i was telling you the night of uh, the last night there what a insane scene it was in that one bar he wandered into there willingly and was doing mm-hmm. champagne toasts with everyone i cleaned yeah. glasses with him it was very like, fun so nice knowing full well he's gonna get mobbed and all that yeah. he's definitely a man of the people very much he might be evil and doing stuff behind the scenes we don't know about <laughs> but he's good at but pressing we don't the flesh care because he's so friendly and he's got a great smile and he's He's a he's a good yeah. dude, and he'll take the time to acknowledge you and stop and talk and say hi. And I saw visit. him giving some families a tour of the ship at one point. He very much came on and was all about this is our flagship new experience for Disney Cruise Line, and it was it was wonderful. Chapek was there to christen her, and then he left. Yeah, they said he was going to be sailing. If he was sailing, he was hiding. in his cabin the whole time or <laughs> yeah. hiding from the public. But Josh was very available for everybody. Yeah. What else? I mean, there's so many bars that just, just they're everywhere. We kept. They are everywhere. They're yeah. not all in one place, which I think is nice. But my only worry about some of these bar spaces, other than hyperspace, that you, you can't get in until they let you in. But they're. I, I They're centralized so i'm afraid there's gonna be more kids wanting to be in there because they're cool looking and they're they're kind of everywhere one i didn't get to spend any time in was the champagne bar because it was it's one that's up you really can't get to it unless you had to get there in the (laughs) elevator mostly yeah (laughs) so this replaced the meridian bar which used to be between remy and palo so this is what is it called the rose and it's sort of like it's the replacement of Remy and also the Champagne Bar Pink and or Ooh La La on the other ships. And it's beautiful and tons of good looking drinks and a, all kinds of champagne. But we didn't get to go in there. Never made it up there. <laughs> yeah. I, I'll, I'll get up there next week. Don't worry. I'm I'll sure that you back. will. The dining on this ship, all completely different. The other four ships had... Slightly different skews on things. This is 100% different than anything you've seen. 1923 is their sort of steakhouse high-end thing. It looks like a, it looks a lot like Steakhouse 55 
at Disneyland did before they closed it. Yeah, like Hollywood, glitz, glamour, yeah, sort of 1920s. Is- 1920s Hollywood look. A lot of ephemera and cases all around. Mm-hmm. One thing they've done is divide the monstrous. This, these two restaurants are giant. They've divided them in half, a Walt side and a Roy side. So that up further split it. And then each one is cordoned off into rooms. So Little it doesn't rooms. feel like a big, loud, cavernous room like the other ship restaurants yeah. do. But so. the cool thing about the other two experiences is they've combined character meals into both of those restaurants. Which previously the character meals classy. were yes, but previously the character meals were something extra that not everybody got to do that you had to try to book at when your booking window opened, and not everybody got them. And now, if you go to your three rotational dinings, you will get two character meals, mm-hmm. and they're not there. It's more of a dinner show. It's not the traditional character meal where there's just characters yeah. walking around to your tables. You take a picture. The Marvel one had a Ant-Man and the Wasp show that was going on. It was like they were recording a show and then a superhero takeover thing happened. That was very much like Animator's Palace, similar to that, but modern you get and cool involved and, and Food was good. Food was not great. The other two restaurants, food was great. The Arendelle, we had zero expectation of the frozen pictures. Yeah, I actually, thinking about it was was like, if I'm going to skip something, it's going to be this one because I don't need a frozen dinner. Don't skip Do not skip it. It's an awesome meal. Everything that everybody at our table had was wonderful. They do a whole show. There's a center stage, like in the round, they do a whole singing show where there's these, what do you call those? The, The muse or whatever the... Piper. Troubadours. Troubadour type people that are singing and whatever. And then they start telling the story. And then as the characters come on, all you got Olaf and a really cool animatronic Olaf. Yeah. And I mean, it was to the point where they had the whole restaurant singing along with songs from Frozen. And you might think that that's a roll your eye moment. It was not. It was so fun. It was not. And they they did a big twist on Let It Go that you wouldn't expect. And it snowed in there. Yeah. It was great. There's nothing better than snow to make make some. Yeah. And and think about the fact that what you pointed out at the beginning, there were no kids there. And they had that room full of adults. True. They had 500 adults in there singing. And every single one of us was singing along. It was so great. A blast. Then then the characters at different times come off the stage and work around to the tables. They're not signing autographs and all, but you can get a picture. But it's a combo between a classic character meal and a dinner show, which is honestly much better than. So much better. Yeah. I left there just pumped. I'm like, yes. I'm 52, and I just was like, yes. <laughs> it was so fun. It's awesome. Yeah. And the food was great. It's all slightly Norway-themed, really great food. You can have some meatballs. Oh, A weird Norwegian. His arm fell off while we were talking to him, but the woman didn't miss a beat. Yes. She's screwing his arm back on, like while working while his arm. He still keeps talking. He's yeah. He's she's like working his gestures while screwing it back on, and then hits some button. And boom, he starts working again. Yeah. It's so good. And there is a one of the extra things you have to book on the ship is a thing with Olaf. It's Olaf's picnic. I think it's a lunch. Oh. And that's 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 an, a little extra, but everybody gets to see Olaf. Everybody gets to see Ant Man and the Wasp at dinner. It's really great. Yeah, Ant Man and Wasp came to every table, mm-hmm. and uh, it was it? Olaf, Kristoff, Oaken, wandering Oaken, Oaken, and uh, 
What's her face? Elsa. Elsa. <laughs> and All make their and way through face. the tables. Yes. <laughs> that, that, that frozen lady. The singing maiden character, Jake. Woohoo, <laughs> <Right. laughs> big summer blowout. <laughs> Isn't the food at the Marvel one, is it like Pim Lab set? Disneyland. It wasn't, like, and I think maybe that's why I was a little disappointed. I thought that they had there was something that was supposed to be like quantum going on during it. Is that just well? I, there is a quantum. Yeah, there's an interactive thing, and there's the quantum grower and shrinker, and you that it does come into play during it. I won't spoil it because it's interactive fun, but it does not have to do with your food. Yeah, and I will say it, the food. It felt a little bit like that was still in pro- a work in progress. There were a bunch of things on the menu that I tried to order that they didn't have yet. Hmm, and that was sold out already. <laughs> right. That was part of what was disappointing about that one. And I, that was just because the, this was the very first official sailing, and not even official, the not very first sailing. And it, 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 they just weren't ready yet. There's just a lot of times we would walk by a store or a bar or a restaurant or a whatever and there was there was either film crews in there mm-hmm. or meetings happening or it would just be like closed sorry can't go in here this isn't done yet the, yeah. the sweet shop that's like their version of vanilla peas sweets did not open till this last few Night. hours of the yeah. last day we were on there because they were still putting it together and then once they got it all together and stocked then disney had to bring their crew in there to film everything for the commercials the quick service stuff up on deck is oh, a so huge good. improvement. And there's a lot of variety. A lot of variety. Yeah. They have there's a, a taco place oof. that's Chipotle on steroids out so on good. the deck. I had a giant taco bowl from there. Yeah, you can get tacos, burritos, bowls, something else. And then there's and then pizza. There's a barbecue place that had amazing ribs. They had ribs and chicken and pulled pork and all the typical barbecue stuff, a bunch of different sides. And they have one that was pizza. And it's not Pinocchio's doghouse or whatever. That, <laughs> it was good no, pizza. The, whatever yeah. the pizza was on the other ones. This was real good pizza. And then the typical one of burgers and fries and hot dogs and chicken fingers and all Brats. that. Mm. Brats. Yeah, really good. And then a nice bar, two <laughs> different bars up on the deck. There's just bars everywhere. They realize alcohol is yeah. a moneymaker. <laughs> yeah. And, and <laughs> interestingly, like yeah, interestingly, all of the serve your own stuff is gone from this ship. Yeah. So the, oh, ice, cream, the ice cream, yeah, it's still there. It's still all you can eat. It open pretty much most of the day and night, but it's someone making your ice cream cone and handing it to you. And then in the buffet, it's still, it's more of a cafeteria instead of a buffet. Yeah. There's nothing Also out on deck. You tell them, you, yep. you can say, I want three chicken fingers and two scoops of fries or whatever, but they get yeah. it for you. Yes. There's a lot of labor being used so on much. this ship. Like they have way more people. The buffets are not self-serve, so they're getting everything for you. And that's, I think that's, that's one of the things that they had to retrofit the other ships for during COVID because the Nobody wanted other people touching utensils and things at buffets anymore. And so it still is the the flow was so much better at Marceline Market than at Cabana's. I didn't ever see just real crowded, congested areas. It is mere images of stuff. So you, it made more sense to kind of start at one end and work 
out. But because they're serving you, anything that takes too long, you, they just give you a number and bring it over to your table. They so have you an didn't omelet have people chef. standing around like, waiting yeah. for the omelet while people are trying to get by to get other stuff. You just tell them what you want, and then they hand you a number, and then they use the R- RFID chip to go find you and bring it to you. So That's what's cool. uh, about yeah. Disney. They're good at they're good at that uh, logistics kind of stuff. Yes, they really figure that stuff out. A lot of weird. It's going to be weird for people that are platinum cruisers like we are that have done 10, 15 cruises. It's weird not to ever know where you are. <laughs> there were so many times we had to go find a deck plan. Yeah. Where are we and where are we trying to go? And that wasn't just of, about the elevators. A lot of things have just been made bigger, hallways wider, less mm-hmm. fewer pinch points. Going into the Walt Disney Theaters, there's three floors of entryway instead of two. So mm-hmm. it takes that crowd and divides yep. it into three. The the There's three different sets of concession stands outside. They put them off to the sides instead of right in the hallway. So mm-hmm. you're not standing in the hall lining up to get popcorn. Mm-hmm. The movie theaters, there's two movie theaters that are half the size of the other. And, and they have the huge seats chairs. are big and comfortable now. But so if Ant Man is playing and you've already seen it, you can go watch something Light, else across Lightyear. the hall. Yeah. Yeah. So they had two, they had Lightyear and uh, Doctor Strange mm-hmm. going basically back and forth on this one. What's interesting is this ship is bigger. I can't remember if it's. 20% bigger, 30% bigger. 35% yeah. bigger, I think. But it has the same number of staterooms as the Dream and the Fantasy. They put all of that extra space into the public areas, which is great. It felt... Yeah. So it, instead of the main deck with two pools, one more kitty and one more less kitty, and the, they're scattered. So there's six different family pools and Three different adult pools. Mm-hmm. I, yeah, it's something like that. I think they told us there were 10 pools and then just scattered hot tubs. Yeah, there's hot tubs everywhere. Yeah. Isn't that, that's like the the new modern design language of cruise ships, isn't it? What was that yeah. huge yes. ship a couple of years ago that has like a central park area and... Uh, One of the yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. Royal Caribbeans of the seas, right. Harmony, Symphony. Yeah. So yeah. And I, that makes sense. Give it all these areas. There's a lot mm-hmm. of dead space. Like on the, anybody that's Disney cruised before will recall, if you're up on the upper deck and after the stage in the main party area, there's just this big, long walkway of nothingness till you get to up front where there were different things on different ships. But this one, along those walkways leading towards the adult area, they had deck chairs, they had a bar, and they had a, two different hot tubs on either side. Uh-huh. So you just, look, here's another hot tub. Why not? Just, yeah. It's dead space. Throw a hot tub on there. <laughs> Give and if your kids like, yeah. exactly. If your kids like those giant inflatable obstacle course things, oh. they've even got those. We found those yes. on accident. <laughs> yeah. Trying to find our trying way back in. Trying adult area. <laughs> <laughs> it's called the Incredicourse. And as what was it called around here? Bounce party. So they used like, to, yeah, pump it up is yeah. the chain around here. But sure. it's half the time, half during the day, they have the sports thing. So it's like a big basketball slash soccer area. And then some days or some parts Certain of the days, they, they bring in these giant inflatable uh, courses. 
And they were allowing adults to to try them out. And I think adults are always allowed to try them out. They offered to let me try it out. But this was... Apparently John Stamos and his kid were in there. This was post-slide experience, (laughs) so I declined. She was still bleeding. Yeah. No, thank you. But that was really cool. It's a super air-conditioned room. It's a great family place to go and do bouncy stuff together. And then all along, both the bottom and the top area is like a balcony overlooking. Had ping pong tables and foosball and all sorts of other some kind table of table tabletop shuffleboard. Uh huh. Which now that I'm saying shuffleboard, I don't remember seeing. I'm sure there's we shuffleboard. We were never on an outer we deck. We did not go on the outside. <laughs> the pool deck was an outer deck, and the and the right, adults. We never zone, went but, out like decks three, yeah, four, five, six. And that's on the where promenade, I'm sure I didn't, they're out there. We I didn't go out. out there. I saw people running, but I didn't. We walked and walked and walked and like literally six miles a day of walking. I still feel did like I see didn't everything see it on all. That ship. Yeah. The Bibbidi Bobbidi Boutique is enormous and gorgeous, and it's got a. Little girl's dream closet full of every type of princess dress imagined. Establishments before, and I have to say, I wish I had some little girl I could throw all the money at. That place is amazing. We also didn't experience the Aqua Mouse because they had it cordoned off for the media the whole time, and we didn't realize that we could have just pretended to be media. We know a few people who did that and got to ride it, (laughs) and they got a shirt, a media shirt. Should have just pretended I'm with, I wouldn't have had to pretend I'm with theme park professor. May I I have a ride through? And they set him up with a GoPro and sent him through. And it really looks like the aqueduct, just the first however long has all these screens. So it's little. Yeah, the screen is like Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway, where there's, oh no, you're going to get something thrown (laughs) down this flume thing. And then you bust out and it's sunlight and you drop and twirl and go up and down. Yeah. It's like you're on like a two seater, like proper seated thing, like those, the crushing gush or whatever Mm -hmm. they call that at Typhoon Lagoon. It's like that. Crushing gusher. Yeah. Yeah. It has a back on it, which aqueduct didn't, didn't really, it was just a raft. It It didn't have a figure eight. Yeah. I've only done aqueduct one time and I thought, well, this sucks. And it wasn't worth a long wait. (laughs) It's, it, it, I don't know. The whole thing is just, is elevated. I, I really loved it. But, it has two other water slides in addition to yeah. the coaster. Two more standard. And it has a whole big little kids play area. And there's also more kids pools, like just mm-hmm. smaller pools everywhere you look. We got to see the fancy suite in the forward funnel. Oh, the nice. tower suite. That thing's ridiculous. Four bedrooms. Four and a half bathrooms, two stories. 40-foot ceilings, like literally. It's got those fancy beds that the TV rises up out of the footboard. And everything's remote control. That's how you know you've made it, Dan. Good night, and all (laughs) the windows get covered for you. It's opulent. Jeeves, bring out the TV. Click. It, It doesn't sound relaxing to travel with enough people to need four bedrooms. This is very true. This is very true. Unless it's four couples. Even then, who wants to be here in all that humanity? Yeah. This is true. Yeah. We could just just have it with two people and you each get two bedrooms. One for all your (laughs) stuff. You got your pooping bedroom and your regular bedroom. That's right. That's key. (laughs) Yeah. And full disclosure, one of the bedrooms 
is the library and it's a Murphy bed that comes out of the wall. Yeah. So, oh, and one of them is two story. That's Was that for your the nanny. one with the bunks? One of them is a bunk room. Yes. Yeah. So there's two king bedrooms and then a bunk room and a, yeah, that Murphy bedroom. So, in other words, it's a slum. Yes. <laughs> I don't know. And the whole place is just opulent and awesome, but it's still just super family friendly and there's more stuff for adults to do, but not. To the exclusion of children. Yeah, it's they a didn't, great, it didn't great, take great away from any of the kids' stuff. And there's still two adults-only restaurants. There's Apollo Steakhouse instead of just Apollo, so you can get some Italian and a steak. And so I liked many- it so much, I swapped my family vacay from one cruise line to this ship while on the ship. Whilst on the <laughs> nice. ship. Nope, changing my mind. I will return, and Heather will return. Two just, times in the next. Just one, literally one week from today. Be back on the ship. Then you guys can both get a ticket to Skywalker Ranch and you can go together. This is a good back. point. This bingo, very, bingo, bongo. Very good yeah. point. Hmm. Jeff, are you okay with me purchasing a $5,000 <laughs> beverage? Yeah. <laughs> next week. Why and I will be wrestling over who gets <laughs> the ticket on the other. Because yeah. I think that thing only comes with one ticket. Right? Oh, I'm yes. pretty says an invitation. Is it for one person? I got the impression it was one drink, one person. Right. One drink that's four shots and a yes. bottle of this. And yeah. Four. Yeah. yeah. But only one of you. But only one of you may have it. Yeah. All right. We shall I'll re- see. I'll report back. Don't you I worry. I cannot recommend this ship enough. If you love cruising, and especially if you love Disney cruising, yes, you got to do it. This is the one to do. And the pricing seems comparable to the other ships. Oh, yeah. They're not, like, gouging like they probably could. Oh, yeah. And they did at first on the inaugural, but then when they had to push it, everybody got 50% off. So it's back down to normal pricing for the inaugural. The maiden voyage. The maiden voyage. I'm sorry. Yes. I'm going to say thanks for hanging out with us again this week. If you're excited to sail the seas on board the Disney Wish or explore anywhere else, Around the world, Key to the World Travel has a Disney Cruise Line funnel suite full of expert travel planners ready to make your vacation dreams a reality. Head to www.keytotheworldtravel.com to get started with a no-obligation quote. Don't forget to catch up with our friend, the Theme Park Professor, for all the latest theme park news and tips at www.themeparkprofessor.com. Word of mouth is the best way to help us grow our show. If you have a friend or two who you think would appreciate our special brand of globe-trotting jackassery, tell them what makes our show so great and send them our way. You can find links to subscribe to the show on your favorite apps and all the latest updates at www.goldkeyadventurers.com. We can't wait to hang out with you again next week, and we'll see you real soon. Goodbye, everybody. Bye, guys. To ask a question or share your travel story, you can reach us by smoke signal, carrier pigeon, or send an email to goldkeyadventurers at gmail.com. And make sure you follow the Gold Key Adventure Society on Facebook and Instagram. A huge thanks to our sponsor, Key to the World Travel. For all your travel planning needs, visit www.keytotheworldtravel.com for a free quote and help planning the trip of a lifetime. Tell them the Gold Key Adventurers sent you. That's www.keytotheworldtravel.com. Key to the World Travel, your key to a magical vacation. (laughs) 
thanks to Outer Vibe for the use of their song Hoka Hey for the intro and outro of our show. Find them on Facebook at The Outer Vibe or check out www.outervibe.com for tour dates, music, merch, and more. We'll see you next week for another meeting of the Gold Key Adventure Society. And until then, remember, life is short and the world is wide. So go have an adventure.